This is the On Call Podcast. Your home for sports, news, pop culture, tech, and the obscure. And of course, your host, Michael Myers. Hey there, haters, lovers, friends, and fans. This is episode 20 of the On Call podcast. I'm joined once again by a fellow lovable loser, my buddy Lowell. What's going on, amigo? Cheers. Cheers. I decided to uh, man up for this episode. Maybe. is it? I don't know if it's a manly drink. I went. To, I decided to roll with a... Old fashioned. Is that a manly drink? Oh yeah, that's that's yeah, that's manly. I figure so. It's got whiskey or bourbon. I use bourbon because I like a sweeter drink. So I, I bitch it up a little bit. But I feel like if you're doing anything hard, even though it's got cherries and orange zest in it, it's pretty manly. I don't think there's anything, no such thing as a bitch drink anymore. I mean, like all the dudes I know drink white claws and hard seltzers and stuff. I got like 30 in the fridge of Bud Seltzer, so you're right. Nice. I'm also drinking, sipping my my beer because you can't pound. I don't pound whiskey. I don't do browns typically, so one or two of the uh, old fashions make me feel right. Yeah, getting you in the right headspace. Yeah, it's it does. It is a different drunk, which is weird. Ever scientists say there's no such thing as different affects the alcohol play on you but it does a vodka oh, i wasn't aware of that a vodka red bull does not hit the same as a beer drunk well different beers i mean uh weeds hit differently for sure right i feel like alcohol like has to do a lot of the same things right i don't know maybe not maybe i'm full of shit i don't know it feels different to me i'll party on some vodka red bull I remember when I got my prescription for Adderall and this girl was like, I want to try yours to see if it feels any different than the brand I take. Really? So people think that <laughs> different brands of drugs might have different effects. Someone, uh, I've got a lot of patients that can't take generic drugs because whatever coating is on the outside of the pill causes a lack of effect on them. Oh, interesting. So this is one of the few uh, themed things that we've actually come up with. And it was started off by me talking shit about uh, a lady burning her leg on her cotton pants. <laughs> and that was some frivolous lawsuits. So there's there's repeats everywhere when you look it up because there's there's only so many truly noteworthy lawsuits out there. You know, the, the Yeah, hot- and you know those lists like when you do a Google search and you see all those lists so many repeats. That's a search engine thing. You do like, I was doing that this week, search engine, uh, uh, like keyword tracking or like you, I was looking up like different phrases related to something I was trying to write an article on. So I found that the phrase, how to start a podcast gets like 40,000 organic searches a month. So I took the top result and this is called the skyscraper technique. And, uh, you're supposed to like take the top result and make your article like 10 times better. But I'm just going to make mine like a little bit better because 10 times, that's ridiculous. So, um, yeah, I'm doing that. Writing, writing a how to start a podcast guide. How well do you think like so many companies hit you up to say, hey, we can make it so you work on the top. But when you started following me on Twitter, I see that you have 37 followers. How great of a SEO are you creating? Um, for me personally, I just don't give a crap about Twitter. I never, or Facebook or any of that. I mean, but look at my Reddit profile. Uh, I have like <laughs> hundreds of, of thousands of karma. <laughs> but it's, it was a lot of shit posting on the politics subreddit. I'm going to have to start following you because I think total karma, I'm at like 3,300. Oh, on Reddit? Mm-hmm. Followers. I, I, I don't have any followers or anything on Reddit, but. I was I, obsessed for a while, especially about the politics. So I would get on there. And I would like refresh like news sites for like a news article to come out posted on Reddit. I've had the top post like once or twice of the whole day. I guess if Reddit were to deem me anything, it would really be much more of a lurker versus yeah. a poster. 
Yeah, I don't post or comment very much anymore. Most of my stuff's from comments, but 240,000. Oh, look at you. You're like a power user. Yeah, I had like over a million on Imager before I deleted my account. Is that still a thing, Imager? Yeah, I guess so. Big. I guess they, most of the images that you click on in Reddit will t- take you to a link. Yeah, it, yeah. Until before Reddit like introduced their own image hosting, it was really it was um, it was all Imager, and that's why Imager was created. Oh shit! So let's see here. But uh, the lawsuits, yeah. There's there's so many. I'll start with one that I had never actually heard of. Okay. <clears throat> And it was the case of the $67 million pants. Yep. Saw that one. Ah. Have it on my list. Let's go over it. In uh, 2005, an administrative judge in Washington took a pair of pants to his local dry cleaner for some alterations. The judge went to retrieve the pants a few days later and discovered... Sorry, bro. They're not there. Uh, the business owners, a couple with the last name Chung, which in my experience... Tracks, even in small town Inglewood, the the dry cleaners aren't white, and it's a, such a white area I live in. It's crazy. Um, the pants weren't there; they were located in another business because they were shipped out. The judge said the, they weren't in his pants, and he refused to accept them. And I guess because you're a judge, you got connections, and he decided to sue that dry cleaner for sixty-seven million dollars. What's the most you would sue somebody for? Man, I guess it just depends on how bad it messed me up. Like, are we talking like, like no arms and legs, you know? I don't think if someone took my arm or leg, I don't think I would sue for 67 hours. I get 10. No arms and legs from like negligent from like a big business. Yeah, I'd go for $67 million for sure. I just uh, apparently... I do not value my life near as much as most people do. No arms and no legs. Oh, what about if they cut your 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 uh, wiener off? Well, it's not worth a lot now. I don't think there's so many. There's three billion men on the planet. What's a dick worth? <laughs> <laughs> Supply and no, demand. No, man. I'm sure it's a beautiful penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This the one to one person with a beautiful penis. Other than that, it's really kind of a needle in a Yeah, I'm gonna need Nicole to verify that actually. Yeah. She's probably gonna disagree with me. She's probably <laughs> not the one person that thinks it's beautiful. Uh let's so, see. So yeah, okay. So he, he had failed to honor a satisfaction guaranteed sign. That's a binding contract. Just like the beware of dog yeah. s- sticker my dad put on my fence. That's that uh, protects me from the lawsuit, right? Well, um, Amazon guarantees two-day delivery, and since this pandemic, there's so many things that are taking four or five days. You know what they say? Sorry, they'll get there when they get there. Yeah, I saw a post on Reddit. It's like, because uh, they have that no-contact delivery, so if you don't get notified, you know, now's the perfect time to, like, start stealing package. Well, I guess it is and it isn't, because people are home a lot, but also, like, if you get a delivery to a business after it's closed, I mean, that's like, they still leave it, right? Yeah, I got it. That's why you have a doorbell camera. I don't know who doesn't have one anymore. I need, oh, I need to get one right now. Uh, which, which kind do you have? I have a ring. Okay. And that was, does that cost something per month? I think $7. God, I was hoping I could get one that didn't cost a monthly thing. I, is there one? I, I mean, I, hmm. if I had to do it again, I probably wouldn't use ring because of their, they have advertised that they're willing to give the recordings to local law enforcement, which I don't think is fair. Cause like it's my recording on my property. Yeah. Even I was wondering if I, can committed. I just like, I just want to see the video. Like, can I just like upload it to my own server or something? Yeah. Then, then you would buy that from like Best Buy. Just get a camera there by your entryway. And then you can just record yeah, it into a hard drive directly. I'm just going to set up my own. Actually, let's set up our own company that, Oh, never mind. That's too much uh, overhead. Yeah. So. Uh, right. So, but they threw it out. So, like, a lot of these frivolous lawsuits are getting thrown out. A lot do, very much so. All right. So let's I'll, let's read. I want to read this one because it, it's silly, it's short, and I thought it was one of the funnier ones. You may have this on your list too. Uh, in 1996, a Florida physical therapist, Paul Shimonis, wait, Shimkonis, sued his local nudie bar 
claiming whiplash from a lap dancer's large breasts. Shimonkas felt he suffered physical harm and mental anguish from the breasts, which he claimed felt like cement blocks <laughs> hitting him. <laughs> he thought uh, only 15 grand, which was denied. But have you ever experienced uh, fake fake breasts? I wish I could say that I had. Are they bad? Well, no, no. I mean, I think I think probably it just depends. I've I've touched some that were nice, and then I feel like some that were yeah, pretty much like cement blocks. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, not I'm necessarily. Sure. Well, now I'm curious. If there's anyone around that wants this. I, I would I would think Nicole would give me permission to know what a fake boob feels like. Yeah, sure. Feels like a boob, you know. But uh, yeah, some I think it depends on. I don't know. Actually, to be honest, all I know is that I feel like they're a bad investment because. Upkeep. Like if you keep replacing them, you know, like you, they're not just like there. You're done. It's a one-time fee. It's like you have to get them redone like every so often. I wonder if it matters about how much. How large you go compared to what you already have. You know, like if you're like a double A and you get a B cup, how much sag are you really gonna have? Because Yeah, they're not, not saggy, that's boob. the thing. And then I think that's another thing with reductions, like girls with large breasts, they'll get a reduction, but not just because their boobs are like too large and it's like pain or whatever, but uh they like you know, they like reshape them a bit, you know, at the same time. Yeah, gravity's probably pulling them to hell with the boobs that big. I mean, I don't, I don't personally don't really care at all how perky a boob is. You don't care? You know, there was another mm -mm. study about that. Men preferring saggier boobs because it's the action involved, the bouncing. Oh, okay. Like, oh, you know, there's some credence to I, that study. The only thing I would say maybe is if it's like when you're standing up, it's like fully flat, like a, like a, like a pancake or yeah, like a sheet of paper. Pancake. But if it's just like. Yeah, it's saggy, but it's got like a little bit of roundness to it. Totally good. I understand gravity, all that stuff. You know, it's no big deal. Yeah, but I, I like I like thicker women. Can't I can't lie. There you go. Let's see. Another McDonald's lawsuit. Uh, a California uh, resident, Webster Lucas, he sued the company for one point five million dollars in twenty fourteen. Because he only got one napkin in his meal. Bro, it was a two napkin meal. I, who gets a meal that requires two napkins at McDonald's? It comes in a wrapper that you can eat on the go. I was going to say you need like three, four napkins. Like what? For the mess you're making. What do you eat at McDonald's <laughs> that requires? Unless you're ordering extra mayo or tartar sauce and a filet of fish, you don't need extra napkins. That is a beautiful what? pooch. I'm a, I'm a messy eater, man. I need a bunch of napkins. Hmm. I'm trying to think of anything I've ordered from McDonald's that requires extra. A Burger King, yes. A Whopper's messy. It's got lettuce. It's got free-range onions just falling off the ass. Ketchup, mayonnaise. It's easy for a Whopper to get messy. Mm-hmm. McDonald's doesn't... McDonald's skims more on the, di the condiments than Burger King does. What's the messiest food to eat, by the way? Is it... um? Like uh, ribs? In general, oh, ribs or, uh, or uh, chicken and waffles. It's up there. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll go with the next one. It. This is a famous one. I've heard about it. Sorry, do you want to say something? I mean, I don't know. It's, how are you supposed to eat chicken and waffles? Because I eat it with my hands and a fork yeah, and a knife. I think a fork and a knife, yeah. I, I mean, I want to get all the meat off the bone. So I'm picking it up with my oh, fingers. You, uh, your, your chicken has bones, uh, the ones that you eat? Yeah, because I don't do tenders. I want real fried thighs and... Right. Like everything breasts. Like it's quarter chicken deep fried. I buy whole chickens um, all the time for my dog and um, cook them up. Oh, wait. Anyway. Before you do the next one, um, he'd been found to sue several other restaurants, fast food areas. He says he was emotionally distressed and unable to work. He was unhurt, obviously, and it got thrown out. Sorry for yeah, him. Yeah, unhurt on the outside, but he was hurt on the inside. Butt hurt. That's the worst kind of hurt. <laughs> I actually have uh, something that happened to me, and I feel like is a scam that's legit. This guy was 
tailgating me on the highway mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, near my house. And right. so I didn't like hit the brakes or anything, which I was tempted to do, but I don't want them to hit me. I, I just like stopped accelerating as much. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I didn't pass the car. So what he does is he like zooms around in front of me and then slams on the brakes. And I think what they want you to do is like they tailgate you, uh, you mm-hmm. get upset and then they get in front of you and expect you to tailgate them and then hit the brakes. And then that's like a scam for like, you know, getting your money out of your insurance company, like, oh, my neck, my back, whatever. So watch out for that. Do not tailgate people. No matter how tempting it is, they might be pulling a scam on you. I had to like slam on the brakes and I skidded and I did not hit him. And I was not even tailgating him. I was just like, wow, that guy's crazy. I think that's the biggest, one of the biggest reasons why you would want to do uh, dash cams. Yeah, front and back for that one. For sure. Yep, dash cams are great. I, I, I recommend that over a door cam, but I want to get one of those too. I have cameras in my house too. Nest yeah, mine cams. has one built in, but like that I, but it's like, you know, through ADT or something. So it's like expensive as fuck a month yeah, to I do. I have a motion sensor on mine, but it's not connected to them. So whenever I walk into my living room, I have a red light that turns on. Oh, nice. But yeah, my camera, <laughs> yeah, my camera's in my kitchen that overshines into the living room. So I have like full view of the central areas. Yeah, I'd like a camera just to know at front, just to know when someone gets here. So like if I have someone coming over, you know, Anyway, um, but all right, so here's the next one. This is a, one I've heard about before, um, so I figured it'd be a good one to go over. But um, an eight-year-old boy was sued by his aunt for a careless hug. So it sounds ridiculous, but wait, wait till the end. So Jennifer Connell attended the birthday party of her nephew, and he was so enthusiastic about seeing her that he jumped into her arms and she fell and broke her wrist. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. So she ended up suing him Mm -hmm. for like $127,000. But the reason, right. (laughs) I know it sounds crazy. Right. But the reason that she did is because, um, like the homeowner's insurance wasn't covering it. So, and the healthcare system was screwing her. So she had to sue him like, so that she could get money from the insurance company. It wasn't like he had to pay it or anything like that. So it was like strategy. Interesting. That's, that's our wonderful healthcare system and insurance companies. Yeah. Which yeah. If I get a job offer in Canada, I'm out. I had an okay boomer moment today, actually, with that. Yeah? With your minivan? I, no, I had a patient. I was discharging him. He was good to go, all healthy, good to go. And Fox News is on in the background, and he starts <laughs> shit-talking somebody. He goes, I can't believe socialism is going to be in America. I hate socialists. I was like... Dude, you're on Medicare. Yeah, bro, we already have socialism. Like, you're on Medicare. Oh, I paid into it. Yeah, that's just how, like, when you pay taxes, you get better health care. Like, the whole premise of Medicare is a socialist I, a premise. Anyway. And how is the military not socialist? Like, we all pay into it. That's right. You, you pay know? into it. The empl- it pays the employees, and then their paychecks also getting taken. Like, it's people helping people. Kind of like yeah, socialism. wouldn't pure capitalism just be like everyone's out for himself? There's no roads and stuff. He used Venezuela as an example, and I didn't have any response because I oh, don't know enough oh, about perfect. Venezuela. Yeah, look at Venezuela; they have socialism, and it didn't work. I was like, well, look at five of the top seven happiest countries on the planet, and they're socialist. Not pure socialist. Okay. No, Neither I just want a little be. bit of socialism, just with my health care. That's it. That's and what a, I was. And a little bit of regulation on capitalism, because I feel like if left unchecked. Uh, there's going to be like three companies that own everything, like, like Apple, Amazon, and, Amazon Walmart. and Walmart, Delta. I don't know. Oh, yeah, like 10 companies that own everything. Boeing. Boeing. I don't know how they're surviving. They finish in the red every quarter. Anyway, my turn. In September 1988. You know, mm. that was a great month. That was my birth yeah. month year. Really? Yeah. 18, wait, 1988? Yeah, I'll be 32 in a couple oh, months. Oh, wow. I'm You're younger than me, but you I have just kid. Look older. Yeah, Second I'm, kid coming, yeah, and a minivan, and a house, wife, right, and a I'm, headboard. I'm an adult. Oh, that's a beautiful headboard. <laughs> Employee discount on I, that. I was thinking about getting one, then I was like, maybe I should just get like a something above the wall instead, like some reclaimed wood or something. There's something to be said about that. That's what my mom did. She got a bunch of like pallets, shaved them down, and stained them, and nailed them with finishing nails into the wall. So there's no headboard. There's just a fucking rectangle on the wall where it looks like a headboard. 
Turns no, out beautiful. Cool. It looks beautiful. So I'm not going to yeah. get that. Um, I would love that. September 88. Two Akron, Ohio-based carpet layers named Gordon Falker and Gregory Roach were severely burned when a three-and-a-half-gallon container of carpet adhesive ignited when the hot water heater it was sitting next to kicked on. Both men felt the warning label on the back of the can was insufficient. Words like flammable and keep away from heat didn't prepare them for the explosion. They filed suit against the adhesive manufacturers, and the fucking jury sided with them and awarded them $8 million. Legit. They got $8 million? $8 million. Dang. I need to start playing with flammable shit and putting next to a hot water heater. It's so much work, though. Like, how much it, did it take? Like, did they say how long? I wonder how long the lawsuit took. Does it matter? <laughs> Not if you got $4 million, right? If they split Fuck. it. I'm jealous. Okay. Uh, are you done with that one? Mm hmm. All right, this one, we're definitely reading off the same list. Um, <laughs> this guy in Illinois broke into a bar, and the bar owner, who had ha already had several break-ins, had set a trap around where, I guess, everyone was breaking in. Uh, so the guy who was breaking in was, like, drunk and high and shit, and he didn't see the warning sign that said, like, don't break in here or, you know, you're going to fall into this trap and be fucked. So he set it off and got electrocuted. And they didn't I guess he's I guess he's dead because they said the police refused to file murder charges. Um but his family filed a civil suit and uh, they got awarded 150 grand but it was later reduced to 75 grand cuz they were like, "Ah, this guy's at least partially responsible." But yeah, there's like a new booby trap law, isn't there? Something to do with that? You can't like booby trap stuff? Yeah, there I that went a few years ago, I think. Like if you put like a Trump, I love Trump sign in your yard or something and like electrocute it and somebody runs into like runs up to grab it. So there, there's never going to be another Kevin McAllister. Right. Yeah. No more Home Alone. Although if it was a kid, I feel like he's a minor. Yeah, it'd be all right. You know, mm, that's a loophole. Yeah. Uh, like um, the poop hole loophole. You ever heard the, of that? Yeah, I've heard of it. I'm a fan of it. I've never gotten to utilize it, but I'm a fan of it in premise. No, yeah. Me neither. <laughs> I think it's a, a myth. I've never dated a hardcore Catholic, though, so I can't say for sure if people do or don't. Mm hmm. All right. My turn. Chicago woman Stacy Pincus filed a $5 million class action lawsuit against Starbucks in 2016 claiming the company puts too much ice in its cold drinks. The lawsuit accused Starbucks of advertising ice drinks as 24-ounce beverages when the cup only contains 14 ounces of fluids. Well, yet ice, does that not count as a fluid? Can't because you, couldn't you just been like, no, it doesn't. It, it counts as a, um, it a solid, dilutes. right? It dilutes, it melts, turns into water. Yeah, but ice, there's, wait, Liquid, solid, and gas, and ice is a solid. Like for a right? short time. the states of matter. <laughs> right, but <laughs> all right, Newton. What do you call a glacier? Is that a big liquid? Like it's a yeah, solid liquid. It's a frozen water. Water. Anyway. What about you? You're mostly water. <laughs> I'm gonna call you a fluid. I'm calling you. That's right. No, a big waste of water. <laughs> uh, name the most frivolous lawsuit of 2016 by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce Institute Ooh. for Legal Reform. The $5 million lawsuit was dismissed by a Chicago federal judge in less than a year, oddly. And if you're worried about getting too much ice in your iced coffee, request light ice. Like a fucking normal person. Light ice? I'll yeah. have some diet ice, please. That's right. It's just, it's just very cold water poured into it. When I get a sweet tea from McDonald's, which is the best sweet no tea on the ice, planet. No ice, so I can have the most amount of drink, right? <laughs> Sometimes, if I'm going home, yeah, because like I got an ice machine at the house. Ooh! But if I'm traveling, light ice. You know, I don't even care about ice. I have like a my fridge has an ice maker, but it makes a really obnoxious sound. I need to get it fixed, so I just don't even have it on, and I don't care about. And then someone comes over, like, do you have ice? I'm like, ooh, no, sorry. Spend fifty bucks and get an ice machine. What fifty bucks? Wait, like a 
just a separate thing that makes ice. I, what, could I spend 50 bucks and have someone repair the ice machine? I, I honestly, probably not. Like if you have a named fridge, you're paying more than that per hour for repair. You know, uh, and then the water that comes out of the fridge is like a brand new filter, but it comes out so slow. It takes like literally like three minutes to fill like a glass of water. So someone's like, can I get some water? I'm like, sure. If you can use the fridge one, if you want, I'm like, but it's going to take a while. I have ice and water in my fridge. I only use the ice. I have a water dispenser with the five gallon jugs that I get delivered to the house every month. And I have liquid death mountain cans of uh, ice water. So, Oh, liquid death. I was like, what is that? Like Mountain Dew or something? Like no, Code it's Red? the best ice. It's the best water on the planet. It's an aluminum 16 ounce can. It's like a tall boy. Oh, it nice. looks just like an old Miller Lite. It's a white label and a gold rim. It's called, it's called liquid life. I mean, isn't that what water is? Every time you drink it, you like reset the amount of time till you die by like 72 hours. You need to try it. It's from the uh, Australian Alps. It's phenomenal. I'm like a hose water type of guy, not a fancy water. Uh, all right. I'm sure uh, it'll come out at some point. That's from the hose over there. <laughs> get you some Voss water. That's where, that's where it's really at. Um, here's one. Uh, okay. This one is like a little bit confusing to me, but 2003 Richard Schick. He sued his former employer, the Illinois department of public aid for five. He wanted 5 million plus 166,000 in back pay for sexual and disability discrimination. So he was so stressed by this discrimination that he robbed a convenience store with a shotgun. So the jury awarded him the money, uh, but the decision was then reversed. Unfortunately, but he was still got 300 grand, but then he got 10 years for armed robbery. So that's a weird one. Yeah, poor baby. Poor, poor baby. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, instances where I could have sued somebody. It's happened a lot. I've had several slip and falls. Before. Oh, yeah. As a, as a younger adult, uh, I got rear-ended hell of fucking three months ago. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, ah. That's right. I was at a stop sign, a stop light, and they just plowed into my rear end. Bam. I'm rich. They had their well, own company and everything. Like I could have been sick. 30 set. grand or something. Yeah, my hey. friend apparently got in some accident and he got like nine grand after like a year or something and all these like five granded like bills. Nothing to be worse though. Like you'd have to, those insurance investigators following you around. Like this fucking guy in a silver Corolla just keeps following me and taking pictures. I got to keep my limp up. <laughs> uh, my turn again. Let's see. Yeah. Let me take a sip of this fabulous old fashioned. Which, if you want to, if you ever make a whiskey drink, get yourself the big ice cube. That's the that's where it's at. The big spheres because it just keeps. By the way, you know, in the future we can stream this. I would just do it mm -hmm. through your account on Twitch. I'm, I'm quite okay with that. I only have Twitch. I, I'm okay. I do follow stuff because I I used to watch a lot of YouTube gamers on Twitch, like uh, Chaco Taco and Shroud and shit. But now everyone's oh, I've seen Shroud. Right I'm a big fan. Mm -hmm. um, C9 Trout. Yep. Uh, Bex Beer, 2013. Bex Beer uh, aficionados filed a class action lawsuit against Anheuser-Busch seeking upwards of $5 million. And you know what? The problem is all these people seek these large amounts. If you, I think if you, you get together and you go for a lower amount, you're more likely to settle. Yeah, because they're just like, eh, I don't want to like pay my legal team for this. So just pay, claim, make it like $10 less than the legal team might cost. <laughs> yeah. Um, they claim deceptive packaging caused them to believe the beverage is manufactured in Germany, which I understand because it kind of like a uh, St. Pauli girl and shit. Das beer. Um, but it was moved to St. Louis in 2012 and made in the USA as a, in super fine print buried so as a result, the court ruled in the plaintiff's favor and the U.S. magistrate, uh, Judge O'Sullivan, approved the settlement. And anyone who purchased Beck's Pilsner, Beck's Dark, Beck's Light, Beck's Oktoberfest from 2011 to 2015 with receipts were able to file a claim of 50 bucks per house or up to $12 without the receipt. So reach out to Anheuser-Busch if you find yourself a receipt. Yeah. Try to get you try to get you 50 bucks. Some of that bud heavy money back. Mm-hmm. 
I did not realize Anheuser-Busch was just so huge. Like it's legit. Yeah. Like over oh, almost Oh yeah, they 50%. buy small breweries too. Like they bought Wicked Weed and um, I'm sure a bunch of other ones. Almost 50% of all beer is that's drank is drank by Anheuser-Busch. Or, oh, you mean like from them? Like they made company, it? company, yeah. But it, not because it's from Budweiser, because it's like they, they bought the company money. too. Yeah. Some German company bought it way back when. So it's not even owned by an American company, I don't think, anymore. Yeah, like uh, like Wicked Weed was a brewery in Asheville. And, you know, about Asheville, they're all like, they're mm -hmm. very liberal, anti, what's it called? Uh, cor uh, cor cap not capitalism, but like, you know, corporate America, whatever. Anyway, so yeah, when Wicked Weed got bought out, they're all like mad at them. But Wicked mm -hmm. Weed was, they had a couple of good stouts, but I mean, I don't know, they're not that great. It's hard to shit on some. Oh, you're such a sellout. What do you mean? I worked hard to make my dream and it's so much work. Why not let someone buy it from me and I can retire? The American well, dream is to retire. It's to sell yeah, out. Yeah, at least for my goal, it would be to start a company and sell it immediately and then start another company. Like I, I don't want to like run a company. I just want to start a company. Yeah, front money, your own next dream. Yeah. What else have you got? No, that's it for me. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Um, Anheuser-Busch got sued by another company, which is, you know, backs, it's the same thing, deceptive practice, practices. Um, it's a dude named Rich Overton. He sued him in 91 for 10 grand. Didn't realize alcohol was bad for him. <laughs> uh, he... he in his lawsuit, he claimed that he thought uh, the drinking fantasies and the women and everything you get in the ads would come to life. Apparently, they didn't. You know, yeah, last call. Crap. Yeah, last call. He did not walk home with a dime. He walked out with a 290-pound Karen. Poor guy. And then uh, the Worth result it. of it. <laughs> just low, If you're not, you know, just lower your standards, man. I mean, come on. Right. If you're at a bar drinking till closing time, dude... How high were your standards to begin with? I mean, just just jerk it before you even leave the house, you know? Might reset your whole perspective. Really, if you jerk before you leave the house to go to the bar, you might not even go to the bar. You're like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm just going to I know, pizza. right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'll just, mm, I'll just have a cup of tea and a uh, you know, cozy little <laughs> evening at home. So sadly, they said in his deceptive practices and everything, he didn't prove his case. And they threw the shit out. Even for 10 grand... They said, fuck you, we'll take you to court. It probably cost Anheuser-Busch more money to fight it than it would have just pay him. It's the principle of the thing. That's, that's just a baller move. They don't want people to be like, oh, you can sue Anheuser-Busch Bush for this. So, there's one here that's, that's um, it was settled out of court, so I don't have a result, but it's one that did, it, it doesn't affect me directly, obviously, but it's something close to home. And that was a lawsuit against Universal Studios. So you're, you're up in Georgia, but I'm sure that you know of Halloween Horror Nights, Universal Studios, anything? Or is that really just a, a here thing? No, I mean, the Halloween thing, I mean, we have it like at our um, local like roller coaster place or whatever. So imagine Walt Disney World turns into a horror scene. Yeah, I've been to it, like, the one near my house in Charlotte when I was a kid, the October one, the Halloween one. So Universal Studios is a couple thousand acres that they turned for 10 days into a gnarly-themed horror show, whether it's ghosts, zombies, horror, Michael Myers. Like, it's fucking badass. They hire <laughs> Michael Myers. That's This guy's mother name is fucking Michael fucking Myers. Michael Myers right here. They hire me annually. Although you're still on my phone as on-call pod. That's fair. I should change that so I can like think of you as your actual name. It's an alias. But one grandma got more than she bargained for. Mm. And she sued Universal Studios in 98 for emotional and physical damage stemming from a visit to one of the haunted house attractions. Um, Peter, she was visiting with one of her grandchildren a man popped out with a chainsaw and frightened him and he ran for the exit door. <laughs> Unfortunately, 
grandma is not as spry as she used to be, and she slipped in a fucking puddle. And she slipped and fell. Well, she sued for the puddle, probably. It's Unless outside. it was like her own puddle. It's outside. What are you going to do? Oh, is it raining? The weather. It rains every day in Florida in summer. It rains mm. here every oh, single right, right, fucking right. day That's for right. like 10 minutes. It's been day. doing that here lately. Like, it doesn't say any rain on the forecast, and all of a sudden, like, right in the evening time, just shows up and rains. It sucks. I don't so, like it. She sued for physical injuries as well as extreme fear, emotional distress, and mental anguish. Mm-hmm. Anguish. Sorry. And it was settled out of court. I don't know. I was just, I had to bring it up just because Universal Studios, I love Universal Studios. I love Halloween Horror Nights, but it's hard to do with family and a job and shit. I would love to do Halloween Horror Nights again. I've only been twice. I would like to discuss something semi-related. Are you, have you ever been recruited for a multi-level marketing or network marketing? A cult, yeah, yep, yep. I have for several of them. Um, they basically are. I have, I have some in my pantry right now. What? Amway. Yeah, uh, it's not Amway. It was Happy Coffee. Oh, that's a pyramid one. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And they're not pyramids. I get that. You know, it's a you know, it, it's a scam. reverse funnel system, as they call it <laughs> in uh, what, like Always Sunny or or in out the office. I can't remember. It's always. Now you you can call a spade a spade, but it's a scam. So I'm on Bumble Business, right? Bumble, the dating app, has a business section um, and a friend section, BFF. And so I, you know, dating someone, so I don't use the dating section of it. But the business one, some like I actually met a couple of people that were legit on there, like developers. Anyway, so but lately I've been seeing a crap ton of these people that are like. For like, oh, I'm I'm a mentor and a coach, and I'll you know help you achieve your dreams. And I'm like, okay, this reeks of a pyramid scheme. And they're all forex, like you know, forex is foreign exchange. I guess they like bet on the exchange of the currencies or something. So okay. I had in my profile, like if you do if you do like forex, like just stop. But then I was like, mm, I took it off, and I started swiping right on those people because I wanted to because <laughs> I wanted to talk to them because I'm. Um, yeah, you know, I'm an asshole. Anyway, so I've I've matched with a couple of them, and I'm just like, yeah, what qualifies you to mentor me? Considering you're like 19, you know, and then like, it's just funny, multi-level marketing in general. And so I've been trying to convince them to like, it's not worthwhile. Like, you know, spend your you're gonna end up in debt. You're gonna lose your friends. Like, spend your time on something valuable, like learning a skill or starting your own small business. But uh, they've been very resistant to me, but I think if I just plant the seed, you know, eventually if somebody tells you something enough times, it'll eventually convince you. So I'm just hoping to like, you know, you cause somebody cognitive dissonance, which is like something that goes against their beliefs. It makes them uncomfortable. So they can either deny it or they can accept it. But I think if you do it enough, they'll eventually change. Do you know any people that are like, um, serial MLMers? Yes. So this is why I know a lot about multi-level marketing is because one of my like best friends and his brother, which is also one of my best friends, uh, very in a grand or their grandfather is a famous, famous network marketing person. He's no longer alive. And maybe that's enough information to tell you, but like one of the top people in Amway ever and, you know, made like crap tons of money, but he was like, you know, like the 20th person in Amway and he was like, you know, but he's a shyster, you know, he's like a used car salesman, you know, like they're all like snake oil salesmen. Let me tell you why you need this. No, no, well, not what they tell you. You need this. And I'm tell you why you need to buy it from me. Well, they, they start, the whole pitch is look how much money you can make. Look how much rich I am. Look how much money we're going to make. But it's like those, you know, the, like the tactics they get, empl- they employ, like they'll like rate, they'll rent cars like fancy people cars they'll lie out their teeth they'll show you like fake checks they do all this stuff they'll plant some when you come to one of the meetings they'll plant like a person there that acts like they're really interested and it's awesome like they they have all these just really crappy sales techniques it's all sales it's not an actual and like product or the product like for amway the products are all really overpriced you know amway got busted because they you'd go to one of their giant pitch meetings and you walk in, you sit down, and then they would lock the fucking doors. You couldn't even go to the bathroom <laughs> until after the Like, please, pitch. I have to take a dump. 
that's a stunning. I don't know how personal I should get here. Uh, the mother of my child, I think, my daughter's seven. She has been in every one, every multi-level marketing thing that I can think of. Roden and Fields, It Works, Happy Coffee. Um, Is that why you have Happy Coffee in your house right now? No. Actually, Happy Coffee, I didn't get into for weight loss, which is what it's benefited for. I got into it because it advertises being this super energy thing. And it does give you energy for like three weeks. And then it just kind of levels off. And you have to like coffee because they are they have a happy chocolate too that's meant to give you all this energy. And it tastes like shit. Imagine Swiss Miss hot cocoa mix, but a, take away the good flavor. Like you're just drinking hot milk that tastes like yeah. shit. But like, let's say it's like a sales commission thing, right? Like who wouldn't, like, let's say you have a product like coffee and you say, well, sell some of our product and we'll give you this commission from it, right? Like 5%. But then when you start having to sign people up and it cuts in the percentage, like, well, if the product is good and the commission is good, why would anyone need to sign someone up to sell it? Just keep selling it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, whatever. We should do an episode about multi-level marketing because uh, I-, I could go on and on about that. I did like, oh man, I read like a freaking... 100 page essay this guy wrote about how it's like basically impossible to make money in Amway. Oh, Thrive. She was in Thrive too. There's another what, one. Did she like, was she like, why is she so into them? Is she not successful in like the first five? No. Right. No, I, I wonder why. I don't think, I don't think most people end up in debt. I don't know how she gets into them. I do know that around tax time, she introduces a new one. I don't know if that's what she's using her text money for. I just know the prevalence of March or so is when she's got a new one. Not my not my place to judge, but I do know from previous experience, she is good at making friends. She's not good at keeping them. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, especially when somebody, when you hit like one of your friends up for one of your multi-level marketing things and you're like, seriously, I haven't talked to you in like two years and you're hitting me up about this, like... Uh, hey, Han. Yeah. <laughs> she's a Han. Is it Lula, Lulu Row? Is that, that, is that one Lula for Row yoga pants? As well. I mean, she did Lula Row. And if you want to talk about a product with the shittiest quality, Lula Row. If they're not ripped when you get them from the the mail, they'll definitely they'll get ripped after, you wash after your first large fart. <laughs> You'd be lucky <laughs> if they survive. <laughs> a good fart will blow out the waistband on Lula Row. I would love to do a, just a whole friggin' prodigy episode about the psychology of people who like buy into multi-level marketing. They're like very susceptible to like good sales pitches. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if they're good or not, but they're like, they're good if you're not like, if you're maybe gullible. I'm not really sure what the psychology behind it is, but it's an interesting subject. I bet there's a correlation to MLMers oh, yeah. and anti-maskers right now. Well, yeah, I mean, well, at least for Amway, like Amway was wrapped in Christianity and Amway is like the OG, like multi-level marketing. Um, But yeah, so, you know, they're very, very religious. Like it's the family, it's God, your whole family has to be a part of it. You know, but you know how they would be making money? It's funny is like they realized that the people who were getting rich off it, they weren't actually, it wasn't actually from like having people under them. It was from selling the materials to like learn Right. So like they would sell all these like audio books and, and like books and stuff like that. And actually when I was younger, I like worked at my friend's father ran like a distribution center for that stuff. So I would be like putting this, like picking the materials when an order came in, I'd go grab it out of the different things and put it in box and stuff like that. So they definitely were making money by like that. I think they got sued and they had to like switch it up, but yeah, I kept telling them they need to get into like the new age and like get an app and stuff. And I think they eventually did. So I never sent you one of our, I know we're talking about MLM, but uh, my Twitter has been blowing up the past Yours couple has? hours. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, one of the podcasts I follow, I, I, I did a giveaway of the mask. Why don't you give away something like, like a, like a mic or something? Because I had the masks. I ordered the masks for giveaways. <laughs> But then all my people are like, please, I'm a frontline worker. I need this. And you're like, nope, nope. You got to like us and see if you win. That's right. Like, share, subscribe, and leave a comment, please. And you must follow to win. 
But I ordered the mask because the company reached out to me right out the gate as soon as I liked one of their posts. And then you made the new design. I was like, man, I love this design. And that's Concepts AD. And one of the best customer services I've ever dealt with. You are very excited about this company. Let me look them up. I I don't look at them before. So Dan is one of the people that I've dealt with the most. And honest to God, like every post I make, he likes it, shares it, sends like everything. If I email him right out the gate, I still have to do an interview with him to talk about Concepts AD. Because dude is right there. I'm, he's, I'm pretty sure he sent me an email with his phone number in it to talk about, to make sure that everything was up to snuff. Is it a startup? Because we could talk about it on a startup takedown. I don't know how startup they are. I really don't know. How, I, they're, they don't have a huge web presence. I don't know when they started. So I think if I interview them, that would hmm. be something that I'd like I to I like their logo. About. I'll take a look at them on my uh, SEO tracker. But every person that works there gives you like their name. At Concepts AD, like Do they put candy cool. in the um, package? That's like a pro move right there. Oh, it's like Sweetwater? Yeah, exactly. My daughter loves Sweetwater deliveries. But they're doing yeah. the, they're selling buffs now too, which I just saw. Buffs? So uh, I sent you the the picture of the flamethrower design that <laughs> he sent me. This That's one of the dudes, that, that's Dan. He's like the lead design sales dude. I don't know how high in the company he is, but he should be higher wherever he's at now. He created that and added the flamethrower, the on-call pod logo. Let's do it. Oh, um, nice. Let's do a let's do a cool mask design for them. You know what? I want one that either looks like Bane or like a like a ninja. They probably already have one. I don't know. I'm no, not seeing shit. that many on their uh see what they, they got. keep extending. They keep doing more and more shit between vinyl wraps and shit. I w- if they can make a cool ass design. I would put it on the side of the minivan. I'll put it on one of the doors. <laughs> it's awesome. They're just the so hell, they're an awesome ass company. And communication's great. They're fun to talk to. You just like call them up when you're bored, like in the bath or something? Honestly, if I send a tweet to Dan, he messages me back in no time flat. Oh yeah, they're they must be brand new because oh, okay. They, could, they very well could be yeah. brand new. They have zero keywords in the top three. They only have three backlinks. And their domain score is two, which is um, really is low. On-call pod level? Well, it's out of 100. So 100 being uh-huh. the most. You know what? Good for them. As we grow, so, so shall they. Because if there's a company that they were, they were the first company that was with us on the ground level and promoting it and wanted to reach out to me. So if we grow, they grow. So... I did the first giveaway for the first the first mask, and uh, that went to uh, the Fat, Drunken, Stupid podcast. They were the first to like it. Uh, I did the random number generator because it it didn't have many likes and retweets. But now that he shared it, everyone's blowing it up today. So, oh, they oh they do they're like a design company, so they just like. Yeah, they, they, they should. Um, you know what they should do is um, for their SEO, they need to write like a massive article about why face masks are like a good thing, and uh, they'd get a bunch of traffic from that. They should. Let's reach out to Dan. Yeah, maybe if Dan so, throws me a couple bones. I'm not even bones. I'm. We're started it for nothing. They're starting from nothing. I will promote the shit out of someone. Well, it looks like they just started in May. Yeah. Oh, he must have just launched this up for the... Well, how did he know? Started in May. May, Oh, wait. March, April, May. Okay, good. Yeah. So it was like a month after lockdown. So I watch a podcast on YouTube, which was the McAfee and Hawk Sports Talk. And they made a mask for that show. I saw the mask. That's cool. Masks are going to be in. I reached out to them. They said, we can do a custom for your logo. What do you want? And bam. Oh, yeah. McAfee and Hawk. McAfee and Hawk Sports Talk. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. They have that listed on their website. Yep. You can get that one. No, they need to get that McAfee and Hawk to link to them. So they did that on the... Man, that that was early on in the pandemic. And I reached out to him. And ever since then, Dan's been the shit. I, oh, McAfee well, and I Hawk don't here. have a website. 
No, it's the Pat McAfee show. Uh, okay. The okay. Pat, uh, McAfee and Hawk Sports Talk is j- literally just a YouTube show. That's uh, okay. on from one to two. The Pat McAfee show. He's a retired NFL punter. Oh, uh, okay. He, uh, Pat McAfee has himself a huge online presence. Because if you want someone that can tell a good fucking story, it's him. Yeah, where the frick is his website? I'm going to hit him up and be like, bruh, I'll build you a website for like 15 grand. I don't think he needs you. He's got so many huge sponsorships. He doesn't need a better. Yeah. Never know. Let's uh, let's look at your website on CallPod. Yeah. If you want another mask, if anyone wants a mask, go ahead and visit, comment on something. I'll get it because I have push notifications for everything on CallPod related, whether you you like the Facebook page where you follow it, you leave a comment on something. If you like something on Twitter, add on call pod, you send me some info. You know, I'll do a random number generator. No matter <laughs> of how many likes, shares, hey, retweets. No, uh, yeah, for a, ba- say for a, a high quality domain authority backlink, hit me up. Um, I'll give you some cold, hard cash. There you go. <laughs> No, It'd but be yeah, a great bat link. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. Um, I was thinking of like when we launch um Crosscaster to do a giveaway with like a whole like setup, or maybe several ones, but you know, like with like a, you know, like an interface, a mic, you know, everything you need to like start a deep, good quality podcast. Putting a couple There's grand a, into gear and giving it away. Would you think then? Would you you'd want to go with a roadcaster? Are you with the Zoom? Save a couple hundred bucks. Well, you know, I mean, like, well, not the Zoom because they don't have enough power to enough to power like a Shure or something like that. But um, maybe like a, like the Motu M2, which I freaking love, 170 bucks, and then um, a Shure SM7B or I mean, like yeah, a mic that would like get people excited. So uh, maybe like a Shure for sure. I would try to work with Rode then. Just do a Procaster, a Rode mic, and a Rode. Well, stand the only issue with that is to- like you have to. After I already had a presence, then I could. But I was thinking, like, to get people on, like, the like for the landing page, like, here, you know, while we're building the marketing site par- portion of it, the marketplace, be like, you know, sign up. You know, we're giving away this, too, just to encourage people. So as someone who, now that we're talking about everything, as someone who wears a mask every single fucking day for six-plus hours a day, I have worn the Adidas mask. I've worn the Fanatics.com mask. Amazon's mask. Oh, Fanatics, like mask. the esports? Or uh, the apparel? No, it's apparel, it's a right? sports yeah, okay. apparel company. Um, the paper masks, N95s, everything. The Concepts AD mask, ever since they made it adjustable and they corrected the interior lining of their mask, is the best mask to wear for long periods of time. The Adidas mask, although they have nice elastic behind the ears, it is so fucking hot, I can't breathe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, only because it just traps in everything. Mm-hmm. I like those ADM ones that are cool is- that have, like, a little, like, like a little, looks like a filter on the outside. Yeah, I, I get that. Unfortunately, it's mainly for alerts, looks, and it doesn't block much of anything, because it's usually, if there's a filter on it that's meant to increase airflow... That means shit's getting out more than it's supposed to. Ah, uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Concepts AD has three backlinks, but their domain score is two. So Concepts AD, hit me up. I'll do some SEO for you. You know, we'll have Don. We'll we'll have Dan on, and yeah, we'll, we'll talk see to that. him. Sure, we can. They're getting zero organic monthly traffic, and that's because I think they're so new. Obviously, I'll send him a text tomorrow, <laughs> and we'll do a quick chat with him and just to record it, and then. Yeah, I'll do Save some, uh, we can talk about whatever, but I was going to say, yeah, we can, um, I can do, uh, do some real-time uh, SEO advice for him, but whatever, we can talk about whatever. We can do that. I think I think Dan's pretty high up in the company. Oh, yeah? You mean like he's like the guy who started it and it's just one guy? <laughs> I do think it's only like seven people. Let's see what they used to build their site. My money's on Wix. What? Wix? I don't know. You're going to bet Wix? Guess. I'm going to bet WordPress and WooCommerce. Wix, you're right. Mm. 
Son of a bitch. I'm such a pro at website building. You have no idea. Dude, Shopify is like all uh, those e-commerce sites. Most of them are using Shopify. Apparently people, I was reading startups where people were making like, their startups were making like hundreds of thousands of dollars a month by selling Shopify plugins or themes. Like it's crazy. I'm not doing that. If there's one sponsor I would ever really love to have, it's right here on my chair, Secret Labs. If you want a high quality gaming chair, it's this. I have like a $30 Walmart chair and it doesn't bother me. My chair is made of Napa leather. <laughs> My chair is made of uh, butt sweat See, and farts. It looks like it's made of see-through mesh. <laughs> but this, I have a microfiber uh, memory foam pillow. Speaking of, I, I need to order new underwear. Where do you where do you get your uh, boxers at? Sorry, uh, change something. What? My britches are meat undies. Hardcore. Oh, so you're Mo like from the podcast, right? Uh, yeah, the first time I've heard of Meat Undies was the um, uh, last podcast on the left. Okay. And I subscribed to them. And then Nicole felt them because I've had Meat Undies for legit four or five years. Oh, wow. Wait, $24 for one pair? I subscribe, man. Subscribe. And then it's like 20 <laughs> They send you a new 20. pair every month. Get one pair. You one get one pair a month pair. for $20? I'm not shitting you, dude. There is... Model cotton is legit. The way they breathe, how soft they feel on your nutsack. Whoa, we need like we need an affiliate link right here. So, I'm 240 pounds. Fat. No, you got to say how tall you are though. Six foot four. Six foot I'm four. A, but yeah. I'm a girthy dude, and I live in Florida. And now I ride in a car with leather seat, a black leather seats. There's nothing but heat emanating. Let's look at you your BMI. Car, I, I go into the car and it's hot as shit. You sit down. You need something to breathe on you. I have my AC vent pointed at me and that Model cotton breathes so well. You don't get chafed. You don't get any funk. <laughs> dude, go with me on these. Oh, you're overweight, dude. At least you're not a beast. I'm, I'm, I'm way overweight. Well, also, it depends how much muscle you have because... Um, not near as much as I used to. This pandemic ruined me. Let's see me. Yeah, your, your BMI is 29.2. Hey, yeah, so you're 0.7 away 30. from obese. I'm bad, but, but I'm not obese. Oh, no, 0.8. Yeah, no, definitely not. All right, I'm going to say mine. But, you know, actually, I don't know how much I weigh. I stopped weighing myself, but I'm going to guess that I'm fat. 117 pounds. <laughs> no, according to mine, I'm um, just at the higher end of normal weight. You can go fuck yourself. No, I know. I'm, I normally I am around. Even me at 150 is, yeah, it's like still higher than the normal weight. What the f? I think BMI is bullcrap. Doesn't factor in muscle. I got. They don't count the BMI I got anymore. dense bones. <laughs> I'll give you a dense doctor, bone. Doctor, doctor, listen. You want to know how dense I am? I can't swim. I sink. <laughs> like the Rock, Dwayne Johnson. So it's I'm trying to figure out how obese. much it thinks I should weigh. Okay. For me to be in the middle of normal, it wants me to weigh like 145. I don't think I've ever Five been below months. like 148 as an adult. And that was like the lowest. You would die in well, no. non-modern times. You'd be killed. <laughs> I, don't know, I mean, I was hoping to a get like a pair of undies. Like why, why can't they be like $15? I feel like that's enough to pay for like a nice pair of underwear. MeUndies will never sponsor us because they're too big now. Well, you know what? If they want we need to, to though, start our I own would... underwear company uh, called Undies, and it's only $19 a pair. Hmm. You're like, oh. Like yeah. six-minute abs. Uh, no, 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 you know what's better? Five-minute abs. <laughs> no, that's not. That's too fast. You won't be able to get abs in that amount of time. <laughs> I was wondering if you'd pick up on it. <laughs> of course, man. From uh, uh, Ben Stiller. It's a dumb movie. It's a fucking dumb Something movie. about Mary, know. is it? Hold on. We're at 59 minutes. Let's wrap this one up and we're going to run another. All right. Fair? Yep. All right. This has been episode 20. It was frivolous lawsuits and then uh, meandering. I hope you guys loved it. I loved it. I had a great time. I need to make myself another old fashioned. I need to have another beer. Lol. 
What you got? Let's get weird with it. Oh, yeah. If you're into a podcast, uh, go on to buildacast.com and uh, check out our directory of resources, gear, tutorials, a glossary of terms. So if you don't know what a DAW is, and um, I have a guide section coming too. So, yeah, check it out. All right. I'll put the link in the show notes. Have a great day, motherfuckers. And episode 21 coming up shortly too. Deuces. Thanks for listening to the On Call Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at OnCallPod. Interested in being a sponsor or want to be on the show? Drop us an email at OnCallPod at gmail.com. For more info, go to OnCallPod.com. <laughs>